Welcome to Connect with Christina. Today, across from me, is my special guest, Paula Kokeletz. Perfect. With Barrett Financial. I had to practice that a few times, so. (laughs) There's a lot to go over, but I'm super excited, and I want to already shout you out for being this beautiful, inside and out, stunning, smart, Latina boss lady right here in Arizona. Thank so, you. Shout Thank out you for having you. me. I appreciate you. <laughs> I can't wait to get to know you more. So for our viewers, can you uh, just share a little bit about yourself and your company and what you do there? Sure. Um, so I work for Barrett Financial. I have been doing mortgages for almost 22 years. Um, I love Arizona. I'm originally from Peru, and but I'm Mexican on heart. I love I love Mexico. I went to college in Mexico. And when I came to the United States, I started doing processing for mortgage companies. So the first 10 years of my career, I learned how to process loans and how to help people and guidelines. And then after that, I was convinced that because I was bilingual, there was a lot of people with need. So my heart was into the Latino community. Um, and I work with both, you know, both um, Latinos and Americans, helping them establish credit, understanding credit. And maybe a no is not no now, but maybe it's a later yes, you know, so you never know. There you go. Wait a minute. You went to school in Mexico? I went to college in Mexico. That's awesome. So like the whole four years? I did two years of the generals in one city, and then I finished in another city in Mexico. Where, what so, part? Irapuato, Guanajuato was the first one where I lived with my grandparents, and then I moved to Puebla, Cholula, Puebla, and then I went back to Peru for a few years, and I worked for an advertising company. It was great. It was what, a great... Was that like intentionally, like you knew you were going to do that? No, it was just an opportunity because one of my grandparents got a contract in Mexico, so I was able to go and be with family. And what was the contract like for? He was an engineer for General Motors. That's amazing. So they were doing a they were doing an assembly plant, and it was super fun. And so, well, how was that experience? Was it like, was it so much? Like, were you able to concentrate, or was it too much fun? It was a little bit of both. It was like getting to know. You know, I think in, within the first six months, I Too fell in love. Tacos. Just kidding. I fell in love with the culture, with the values of Mexico, um, community. They have this huge heart for community and helping each other. So the South American people are more self-centered. Mexico is more open and welcoming. I love that. Yes. I love that. My children are half Mexican. Oh, love yeah. it. They are, so they're Filipino, Mexican, and a dash of Italian. Oh, comes out when they're mad. Just kidding. <laughs> That's great. But I think when you get to do that, you get to go to another country and explore and actually go to school there. That just mm-hmm. gives you so much more depth. It does. It does. I think it, it gives you more understanding that we are in this big world, but we can all connect, especially now with, you know, social media, mm-hmm. and we can 
celebrate our differences right. instead of like being afraid. Mm-hmm. And the more people travel, the more they understand and they respect other cultures and other points of views. It is. And my mom was a prolific traveler. So I agree with you. Travel does something to a person, you know. So when you went back to Peru, you, you joined an advertising firm? Yes, we work, I work for an advertising company called J. Walter Thompson okay. in Peru. And it was a great experience. It was lovely. We got to meet all kinds of different, you know, points of views and doing focus groups and learning how people have the same needs, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. So uh, advertising helped me understand that it's not about my needs. It's about the needs of the, cus- the consumer. Mm-hmm. So, I can only imagine that experience has also helped what you're doing now. It does. And it has, it, you know, we, we take in life not only a career, but your life experiences to realize what you want to do. And I just find your calling and what you love to do. And lean into it. Yes. Right? Um, my kids always say that too. Like, it doesn't matter what you choose. If you want to be, you know, whatever it is, just be the best at it. Absolutely. No matter what it is. And of course, Luis, our friend, who introduced us is probably one of the best makeup artists. Also now one of the best people in your industry. Yes. We have to shout him out. Tell me about my, our friend Luis a little bit. Oh, he's amazing. He loves people. He's part of the team. We are so blessed to have him for the last year as part of, you know, our group. Um, he's passionate. He loves people. He has an understanding and compassion for you know, consumer needs. The idea is to help people in the level that they are and love them where they are. We don't want to change people. We just want to educate them and teach them what they can do and improve their future. And if there's something that we can do to help them fix it in a short period of time, we, we just... We love to work. We're workaholics, every (laughs) single one of us. Well, and you can see that you guys love what you do. And I think the difference is, right, people like Louise, yourself, it's, yeah, sure, it's a business. But there's just this big old heart in the middle of it. And you get the opportunity to help so many people through your jobs. Yeah. I, I, You know, one of the things I learned is that if you put your needs first, you're always going to chase your needs. But if you put your family, your friends, your clients, your neighbors' needs first, your needs are met. So the main thing is just to think of others before you think of yourself, and the blessings just pour. Yeah, it does. The everything else follows you. I bet, right? It does. Um, going back to the mortgage stuff. So when you came back to the United States from all this experience that you had, did you jump right into mortgages or a little bit of advertising? No, the first couple of years I did, um, or the first year, I'm sorry, I did um, hotels. I worked in a hotel. I wanted to practice my English. My English wasn't good. Um, I study English in Peru as a second language, but... I couldn't understand. I could, I could, it, the people were talking too fast. So I decided to work um, for a hotel in Tempe. That's a good and, idea. <laughs> and just practice English. And the manager was a great guy and he needed someone to translate 
with the people that only spoke Spanish. So I, it, it helped me um, a lot. And then after that, I got a call and someone asked me to go help them manage a mortgage company in Vegas. And how old were you at this point? I was 28. So that was two years 20, ago? <laughs> 27, <laughs> I think I was 27. Yeah, so um, I moved to Vegas not knowing what a mortgage company was. And I trust, I trust that the doors were opening for a reason. Um, and that's how I learned. I learned from, you know, what each document meant and what requirements and how to help people. And then a few years later, I came back to Arizona and I started processing loans. At what point of that career did you say to yourself, like, this is it. This is what I love to do. How long into that process? I think, I think we all learned something when the market crashed in Arizona and in the United States, when every, everything went dark and everybody was losing homes and getting divorced and even people committing suicide. And that's when you learn that you belong somewhere. You can bring joy and information and happiness to a family and not things are not going to go bad forever. You know, things things are never bad for, you know. Permanently. Yes, never. It's so there's always a solution and there's always something people can do when they have hope and they have information and they are surrounded by people that are willing to help them. I think that's when I learned that it's bigger than just you or your small mortgage company or your one deal a month. It's just bigger. And the more people you can help, I think the more satisfaction you get as a human being. So removing yourself out of the center, just going in the back and just helping as many people as you can one at a time. I'm so excited to reach out to all of our other you know, friends in the community, get you and Luis connected because that's the very, that's just the foundation that I believe in also. You know, my best friend, Jeannie, I think I had group message you guys together. She's the same way. It's, yeah, of course, she's, it's, yeah, it's selling a house, but it's selling a house to a family that's, you know, starting over or getting a chance right. to finally get a house, you know, or an older couple that can't, you know, manage a larger house anymore. There's mm-hmm. all these stories in your mortgage deals and in the real estate side, you know? Yes. I mean, it's just beautiful stories, and they're right here, too, in Arizona. So, And, that, you know, with the years, you meet so many good people that just become part of your family. And then you start learning from your peers and even from your competitors. You know, I'm friends with a bunch of clients and um but especially with a lot of mortgage companies, mortgage loan officers in different companies. And we get together and we talk about how do we help this client? Maybe it's not with my company, but maybe with someone else. I love that. So I love that. You are definitely looking out for people. Yes. Rather than, you know, so that's... It's a small world. I mean, we're in a big city, but it's a small world. Yeah. And the only thing you have in life is your reputation, you know, and... You have to be very careful about not 
hurting anybody. And there's a lot of loan officers out there that have been taking advantage of people, and we know who they are. So we all in the industry try to protect our clients and just educate them. Right, because these clients could be your sister and your neighbor and your brother. They're people, you mm -hmm. know, that are also trying to make it in this world. So it's nice to have companies like your Barrett Financial that protects the consumer, for sure. So you knew, right? So I would say that was 2008, 2009 when that market crashed. Mm -hmm. So from that, you trans you really just kind of said, this is it. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think that's when I just, I started understanding and not taking things for granted. I think we all did. We all start cooking more at home. We all start spending more time with our families and spending less time in the, you know, like, busy working, I think we took things in a, same thing with COVID, you know, we learned how to be more simple, but still more passionate about life and living like it's your last day mm -hmm. and helping as many people as you can. That's when you find your calling in life and you start going, you know, even if they don't pay me, I still would love to do this. Right. Even if I retired, I will still love to help people. So what it sometimes it takes you almost 50 years to figure it out, you know, <laughs> what you want in life. Right. But it's it's the most amazing thing when you can do things without needing funds to, you know, or just not looking at what am I going to make in this deal? It's like, no, how am I going to change this person's life and how am I going to convince them to teach their kids what I'm teaching them? In 2008, 2009, can you recall a story that, that you could share with us of a family that you got to help? Oh, it was so... I know there's, there's a lot. so many. Yeah. There's so many. Uh, and the most amazing thing, thing about our clients is it's not a client and you're out. It's like you're part of my family forever. And there's people that still call me to this day and we talk and we laugh and we think, oh, remember back on those days when you had to file bankruptcy and you got divorced and you end up with nothing. And because we were all in the same, you know, pot, I can relate to all their failures because I was one of them. So we can talk and we can relate to our stories. But look, at that moment, it felt like it was the end of the world. But then later, it was like, you know, it's not, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I learned, because I grew, because I met my new husband, whatever the situation <laughs> was, right? So a house, yes, it's important. Material things are not important at the end of our journey. You know, what we, what we have, what we have now, it's all about I think success is all about falling on your knees and standing up again and how fast can you do it, right? Without regrets and without pain, you know, in long term. Yeah, yeah for sure. And same with the, like you mentioned, with COVID happening. I'm sure this set, the set of these, you know, the this bunch of people you helped during this time all had individual stories. They did, and we lost some clients to to this, you know, disease. And you did so it was. Sorry to hear it that. has been like like I said, it's it has 
brought us back to square one, to where we appreciate each other as a team. You know, we respect each other. We're always, um, a lot of us, when, you know, feel more comfortable working from home. Mm-hmm. And, but we are all a big family, you know. And it's not like my, you know, my team is our team. We are all growing. We're all learning. And I, like I tell my team, it's like I'm still learning new things now, even after 22 years of being, because things change. Right. We're always growing, no matter how old we get. Yes. Or how young. Yes. So, <laughs> um, but same thing with our clients. You know, our clients have um, learned how to maybe living on a budget. It's not a bad idea for anybody, mm-hmm. you know. So we have those conversations, even though after they close their homes, like how do we get you set for success in the future? Um, sometimes they call me and they said, oh, you know, there was a storm and my roof got damaged. So we help them through that process and remind them who their insurance company is or anything. So it's a friendship forever. If you treat them well, they'll never forget you. Right. I bet you get a lot of referrals. We right? did that that's pretty much all my business has been for you know the last 10 years. It's my clients referring more clients. It just speaks volumes too. Just because, you know, you learn it's not what you say to people. It's it's how you make them feel and mm. when you're genuine. And right. Obviously, that is so obvious with you guys, for sure. And then, of course, with Louise by your side, it's only going to get better. Yes. So um, help me understand some of the... I, I was told you do a lot of... Um, you give back to the community a lot. So what are some of the things that you do? Do you hold classes for people? Like, what are the things that you, uh, you donate your time to? Well, we, um, we are you know, involved in a couple of things. The main thing for me, I would like my dream will be to teach my community, the Spanish community, about credit. What is credit? How is credit, you know? Credit is huge. Yes. How do you get a credit score? And most Americans don't know because they don't teach that in school. So in the past, we were doing classes in the Catholic um, church, we were giving them free classes, trying to teach the new generation what to do. Most of the DACA, you know, the ones that have the the um, the permit to work because they were students, we learned that they don't know how credit works. They think I'm gonna just I want credit. I have to get in debt. I have to go buy a truck that is expensive, and that's not true. You don't need a truck. You don't need debt. You only need one small credit card, just a secure credit card with $300 limit, and all you need is to charge $20 a month and pay it in full. And, and you'll have responsible. And you'll have great credit. So credit doesn't mean I need 20 credit cards. That's what the credit cards want you to believe. So don't fall for it, you know. But going back to your question, we always wanted to do this in a massive you know, class or online or teaching I people. I think we can probably make that happen with the right people. Let's put a goal, uh, a date. I bet you your dreams would be oh, it done be awesome. by next year with the right people around you. 
It will be incredible. And we'll visit this podcast and say we said it today. That's awesome. Yeah. I would love to do something like, you know, reach as many people as we can, not only in the state of Arizona, just like anybody, mm-hmm. anybody that we can, that we can pass the information is very simple. And like I said, they should be teaching this in high school. I don't understand why they don't do it. But if we can bring something to the community of value, it will be teaching, you know, how to fix credit and how to build credit. Those are the two things that I think people can benefit the and most. And even, I mean, really in general, just people really don't understand it. And by the time they ruin their credit, then they're going backwards and saying, what have I done? Right. So I think that's, that's a good idea. Um, as a matter of fact, have you heard of uh, Project Safe? No. So I'll connect you with them because they bring speakers to talk to people and like educate them. But that's so generous of you to, to donate your time like that, you know. Um, also, Paula, as far as just to the general public, the consumers, when, you know, a family out there is deciding to finally get their home, their first home, mm-hmm. what is the first step? The first step will be, in my opinion, is to be on the same page as a family, like your husband, you know, husband and wife. Just talk about what will be your ideal housing expense. And that's a personal question. That's something that only you guys know. Just because you qualify for a mortgage doesn't mean you should. Um, Say that again. I like that. (laughs) Please say that again. So just because you qualify for a mortgage doesn't mean you should. I don't want you to be house poor. I want you to think about emergencies and, you know, six months reserves and travel. I mean, everybody wants to have a vacation as a family. And maybe you want a new TV. You don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. You want to have a plan. So, yes, a house is an asset. It's going to appreciate. But you also want to be cautious about overspending. So the first thing we'll be talking about what's your comfort zone on the on housing ex- monthly expense. So if you're paying $1,500 for rent, try to keep your, you know, housing at fifteen or, fifth, you know, $1,600. do not go to $3,000 payment just because you make more money. Because I want you to have that safety net. I don't want you to make the mistakes that most of us did. So um, the second thing we'll be talking to a loan officer, a licensed loan officer. Uh, And then after you have pre-qualified with a loan officer, because they're going to ask you for where have you lived and where have you worked for the last two years, and what's your current income, and they're going to check your credit, then that loan officer will tell you you're ready, go find a home, find a good realtor. Now, you can get referrals from your in-circle, you know, from from this uh, uh, show, from maybe friends and family that have bought a house. Just make sure you're working with the right people that you can trust. So that will be... That will be the step to follow. And so in your opinion, it's better that people pre-qualify before they even get connected to a realtor yes. and start looking. Yes. Okay. Because sometimes they do it the opposite way. They just connect a realtor. And if the realtor doesn't tell them the order and they're looking at homes, then 
they come back to us and they're like, we found a house, you can waste we need a loan. It's time too, that way. Yes, but then they, it gives them more pressure too. Right. Oh, that's true. It I gives them more that. stress. That's true. And then also, I feel like if you do the mortgage part first, you're more in control and have a better realistic understanding of what you're qualified for. Yes. Yes. And then, but it also, just to be clear, people do not have to use the realtor's mortgage people, correct? Um, what I'm saying is like when people are um, touring like the new builds and they have an in-house mortgage, they don't have to use those people, correct? Yes, that will okay. be steering. Now, in some cases, it's beneficial because the builder is going to cover all your closing costs and give you a discount on the lot. I mean, yes, take advantage of it, right? Because it's... Just shop around on your rates and make sure they're not increasing your interest rate. But there's some benefits of working with the inside lenders mm -hmm. from the builders because they can get incentives. Okay, yeah, that just depicts what you just said earlier. You really do look out for people. Yeah, well, it. we just want the best for the clients. And if that means, you know, not having a client now, it doesn't matter to us. We just want you to get a good deal. We're like Latinos, we're, we just want the best, the cheapest, you know, and the quickest. That's how we normally work. In, in Peru, then we said, bonito, bueno, bonito y barato. Like the best. <laughs> that sounds so pretty. I know. We need to put that into a shirt, right? <laughs> yeah, so you just, you just want the best for, you know, a good deal. We just want you and, to find a quick. good deal and quick. Yeah. Before we end, I do want to ask you um, if there's any advice that you could give to anyone that's watching on a personal standpoint of how, you know, a person can chase their dreams and, and achieve it. Oh, everything starts with energy. I think every everything starts with your inside energy. I think you're just... One of the things that I learned coming from a you know, South American country is that sometimes we are wired not to have dreams because in some of our cultures, it will be selfish. We're not supposed to have goals. We're not supposed to have dreams. And then you learn with years that if you don't have goals and you don't have dreams and you don't achieve, you can't help people behind you. So start by being grateful about everything that we have because we have so many things to be grateful for and start writing down your dreams or your goals and start small. You don't have to shoot for the star, but if you shoot for the star and you hit in the middle, at least you achieve half of your goals. So I will, you know, challenge you to start and don't feel afraid of dreaming because that's what we need is we need more dreamers and we need you to achieve your goals so you can help other people. And it's not selfish. And any last words for today for our Latino community out there, especially the ones that just got here? Oh, man. It's going to be a really rocky roller coaster. You're going to go up and down, but you're going to enjoy the journey. And there's a lot of, to learn about other cultures just help each other, you know, don't be, um, don't gossip, don't talk bad about other people, 
Um, you heard that here at Connect with Christina. Just learn. Just learn that we can always improve and we can always be better. And as Latinos, we can help each other and we can push each other to be better. So I just want them to be happy. And in Spanish, can you do me a favor and tell people how they can get a hold of Barrett Financial? Sí, nos, uh, nos pueden llamar mi celular. Mi nombre es Paula. Mi celular es 602-327-2681. Estamos en Gilbert, pero también tenemos oficinas en diferentes partes de Arizona. No tengan miedo de llamarnos para cualquier información. And now in English. So, my name is Paula. I am so happy to be in this show. Thank you for the opportunity. My cell phone number is 602-327-2681. You can always call us for advice. We'll give you our opinion, um, and we'll be happy to have you part of the family as well. And now in Tagalog. I'm kidding. I need to learn. <laughs> I should learn a third language, by the way. Well, we're going to put all your information up here on the podcast, too. Perfect. And uh, thank you for being who you are in our community. Thank and you. And thank you for being here at Connect with Christina, a.k.a. The Queen. <laughs> Help I was going to call you the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should be the Queen. <laughs> so, a.k.a. The Cloud God. Yay. <laughs> Hey!